magical realism. Family magical realism. I'm glad you reminded me. Yeah. Because, because the, the I post, forgot in the title yeah. post. <laughs> the post just said magical realism. Like, which is fine. Yeah, like yeah. I, I'm happy to have the magical realism titles. Yeah. Uh, patrons will know what we were aiming for. So they might have had a leg up. Yeah. <laughs> um, because we're aiming for family magical realism. What does that mean? Well, it's Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Um, uh, it's Peace Dragon. I don't know about that one. E.T.? Yeah, in a way, yeah. Like like Pan's Labyrinth, even. Like, it's not really a family movie, but it's about family. Yeah. Uh, It's about a family. Like, so, basically, magical realism we define as um, a uh, a world where one thing's changed. Yeah. And, which is magical. Mm. And the, the film largely examines its effects on a society that we examine we think it's ours yes uh, we think of it as similar to ours yeah um, mom there's a Jedi in the basement yeah yeah that, exactly that kind yeah, of... yeah yeah there's a there's, I found this goblin <laughs> it's E.T. it's E.T. Um, he's not a goblin he's, he's he's goblin more scary than a goblin <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know families fit really nicely into that because yeah. you know your teenager finds a, 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 a elf mm-hmm. or you know your um you you find a magic key that can open any door into mm-hmm. anywhere but oh no is this unruly teens have it or yeah. a child has walked off with it and now could can appear anywhere the borrowers but the borrowers is the absolutely borrowers. kind of a family magical realism yeah. you have two families in that yeah um for sure, yeah, absolutely. That, that works as magical realism. It's the real world with one thing changed. Yeah. It's, it's not... It's. I mean, Harry Potter is kind of that. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it skirts also, the line, doesn't it? Yeah, it's very much the fantasy world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's a fantasy world in secret and we're just going to go to um, un... kind of unreasonable lengths to try and um, justify why it's been hidden yes uh, and then how it's been hidden however I would say yeah. Harry Potter isn't in the magical realism world Kiki's delivery service is okay I don't know is, about that there are, there are witches in that world yeah but the rest of the world is real yes it's just the real world that's fair yeah um yeah uh, like I think I think like yeah hmm. that's that's a good point like it, it's a it, it really um the i think in order to in order for it to be what we're looking for with magical realism yeah. it has to be that not the, the the thing that isn't doesn't define the world the magic mm. doesn't define the world in harry potter the magic defines the world the the way the world has turned out mm. is defined by what wizards have or haven't done. Yes. Yeah. Um, whereas it's not this new thing that's happening. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, I think that in many ways, um, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know about Kiki's delivery service. Yeah. There are witches in the world. Are they known to the world? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's an odd one. It's like the, the only the one thing that that is different is there's just witches. That's it. Yeah, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't define that as magical realism. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I like, and I, and I, I, I don't mean to be like this is bad. I just mean like that. That doesn't yeah. meet my specific criteria. Yeah, you know, like, because it's like it's not comparing the world it to, has to, to be witches. New, doesn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I think so. I think it has to be an outlier. Yes, because otherwise it's not magical. You know, it's like yeah. it, it's. I mean, yeah, I. I I think it's a really arbitrary line to draw. Yeah, it's. <laughs> but I aren't mean, all they? Aren't they all? Are you, are you I'm gonna get my book on genre theory out here and just go. Hey, I have to choose it exist. somewhere. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But for me, for me personally, and and that's part of the, part of like what what we always do, right? Yeah. It's only it's only there to serve as a genre is only there to serve as a palette to paint from yeah right? it's it's a it's a box you can put stuff in or out than, of or out of yeah 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 and uh yeah <laughs> and, and <laughs> how do we get onto genre theory well like, because it's, because it's yeah, yeah i want to i want to make clear that yeah. i'm not being like i'm not gatekeeping that magical realism <laughs> <laughs> What a hill to die on! <laughs> <laughs> Can you make? No, 
No, that's not really... Uh... I'm going to say the page master and all you're going to hear listeners <laughs> is a gun cocking <laughs> in the background. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is magical realism, isn't it? Like... No. Yeah, no, I, it's magic I, portal fantasy. Yeah, I, I would say that's magic portal fantasy. Same with Labyrinth, Which, right? Yeah, yeah. But both uh, and Hook are all uh, a brand of magical realism because the only magic in those worlds is is the is world happening that they go to. is happening to yeah like the people from the non world but, but you wouldn't say narnia is magical realism as well i think you you might because yeah. like I, I guess it's just the wardrobe isn't it yeah like yeah. although it it falls into the same trap as um harry potter yeah because because uh there's a magic portal in harry potter <laughs> also the like the creation of narnia is part of some fucked up like interdimensional travel uh that like started in like the the routed its way through like victorian london yeah um it it's kind of like um the reason there's a, a lamppost is is this like everyone's like why why is there a lamppost in narnia and it's like it's 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 explained in the prequel uh, um it's explained in the magician's nephew it's a pretty good explanation. Yeah. Um, but, like, the point being that, like, those two are inter- interwoven, right? Yeah. What Narnia did and didn't do defines Victorian London as much as what Wizards did or didn't do defines Harry Potter's muggle universe. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I think you can fit Magic Portal... Um, fantasy into I'm just at, at this point I'm like oh, maybe yeah, Harry Potter is in there it's kind of magic portal isn't it yeah you've, you've the got the first one yeah like there's a lot of of realistic well like real world stuff in there yeah that's the thing it's, yeah. it's, it's set it's meant to be set in our world it's not a fantasy uh, thing it's not like a magic thing mm. I, I guess I guess like Percy Jackson, the the one with the Olympians and stuff like that. Yeah. So that kind lightning of lightning thief. Yeah, yeah. Lightning thief. Yeah. Um. So interestingly, and I think this is really where I'm gonna pull uh, a proper up my own ass card here. Yeah, yeah. Which is to say, I think it really falls for me under the magical realism uh, standard. Mm. If the lessons learned in um, the 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 lesson the, 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 the lesson the magic te- the lesson the magic teaches yeah can be applied to real world can be applied when you get back to the real oh, world I knew where you were going with and, that yeah uh, and it teaches you something about how you interact with your dad yeah. or like you know Jumanji <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. it's like Jumanji magical realism is perfect as a magical yeah. realism, right? Because um, it's not even magic portal. Yeah. Like they don't even. He goes into a magic portal, but <laughs> the entire narrative is in the realistic universe. Yes. Uh, the one magic is Jumanji. Um, you can apply. You can apply Jumanji. You can buy that that kind of thing to Groundhog Day. Yeah. Uh, to the Page Master. Absolutely. Labyrinth. Absolutely. Um, Kiki's Delivery Service actually does do that. Um, yeah. And. Like Harry Potter, I don't think you can. No, because, because the lessons learned are basically like wizard lessons. Yeah. Right? Wizarding world is real well, and Muggle world is fake in a way, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In in Harry Potter, the stakes are absolutely Matt, where, wizard town. It's that big screen that says InfoWars coming from <laughs> behind you. <laughs> Wizarding world is real <laughs> and Muggle town is fake. <laughs> What a what a turn for Alex Jones. <laughs> I've been to Harry Potter Wizarding World. <laughs> I have never been to Privet Drive. <laughs> Voldemort, I will eat your ass. <laughs> this this horrific crossover. Of conspiracy theorists <laughs> and Harry Potter, it's it's the it's the Fantastic Beast universe. Oh, some J.K. Rowling fans are getting pretty close, to yeah. be honest. 
They definitely are. They definitely yeah. are. <laughs> I wonder what the um, what the Venn diagram is between J.K. Rowling apologizes and yeah. uh, and. Uh, anti-vaxxers apologists apologizers same thing and anti-vaxxers and anti-vaxxers it's getting closer by the day and funded by the same people yeah yeah Uh, that's the answer yeah is is uh both politically funded by the same uh shadow (laughs) shadowy right-wing groups and um also getting closer to a a venn diagram of a circle by the day Uh, yeah yeah an an eclipse (laughs) Uh, yeah. don't at me. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, um, I don't know. Like, so for me, uh, the 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 aim, the weird aim that we like, I, that I think was go- went into the idea for this particular subgenre, mm. um, is to try and go for that. Oh my goodness! We've learned. We finally learned that that we have to share our toys. Or like, oh my, like, Granddad does have something to impart to me after all. <laughs> share of toys. Does that mean the Lego Movie is is magic realism? Yeah, yeah, I guess it really, yeah, really yeah. is. But it's just the other way around. It, it's, it's magic realism in the last five minutes. It's of magical the realism, movie. kind of the other way around, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's told. For, it's told from the perspective of of a goblin from well, Labyrinth. Pro- right? Weirdly enough, it's proxies, mm. right? There's a proxy for the child, and there's a proxy for the dad. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, like. The proxy for the child is the hero. Mm. The proxy for the dad is the person who wants to glue everything together villain, into yeah, yeah. yeah. And we realise it's it's all it's, it's played all... by the same guy. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's you know, it, like well, the kids played by Chris Pratt. Yeah, the kids played. By, <laughs> didn't, do you not notice? <laughs> yeah, well, you wouldn't. He blends <laughs> seamlessly into any role: child, <laughs> Italian, Star Lord, Western man. <laughs> Um, Passenger yeah. <laughs> Chris Pratt doing that Butterfield uh, Private Investigator <laughs> Sketch <laughs> Croupier Lord Mayor's Croupier <laughs> Christmas Man um, <laughs> Christmas Man Butterfield God That's a blast from the fucking know, past right? Peter um, Sarah Finnaway Good yeah. man um, Well I don't know if he's good who knows? Who knows? I don't know the man. Um, but very funny. You'd hope he's good. Yeah, I, I certainly do. Because yeah. it's nice when the people who are funny are also good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, point being that I want to get to the point where we're yeah, making yeah. Uh, pictures where like, it, it, was, it was like, oh, Grandad really does have something. You're not so bad, Grandad. <laughs> you know, oh, this, this wizard has taught me... <laughs> This like, wizard who this, looks suspiciously like, like you. you, or or like this uh, this uh, doll's house that made all my family tiny has really <laughs> taught me a bit about responsibility. That's that sounds like a fucking <laughs> Jordan Peele movie. What you've just described there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doll's, I mean, house, <laughs> doll's the new, house. The new Jordan Peele movie. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for Nope? Oh, it looks great. It does look great. I don't know it's, what the fuck's happening. I know it's, that's that's what I like about yeah, it. Like, yeah, I, I've I've not seen a trailer for a while where I've just been like, wow, mm. that's that's a good trailer. This is I'm, not telling me anything, it's but it's me also anything. giving me really excited. Yeah, it's not telling me anything, but it's it just looks great. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, it compare that to the uh, Doctor Strange mm. at, at the Mansions of Madness or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I would actually pay you to see that crossover, <laughs> which is which is a trailer of basically, look at this, look, look at this, look, look at look at what might be in this. <laughs> oh, it's a switch around, swap around. Oh. Yeah. Oh, look at the. There's a big tentacle monster, and uh, we'll uh, we'll make it things float. We'll promise. Is that the voice of Patrick Stewart? Who's that bald man who rolled into screen? <laughs> Are those Ultron robots? Who knows? Oh, but yeah, the, the no I'm trailer. so pissed off. <laughs> that stupid what if season is actually going to be relevant. 
I mean, I don't think it will be. It will. I don't, I don't think it will. I think I think they'll they'll do it without. Anyway, we get on to Marvel chat yeah, again. Yeah, never, we're, never. We're, Send we, us we back need, to hell. We need a buzzer for deleted scenes. Yeah. Wherever, we, wherever we bring up Marvel, we get like a minute tops. Marvel chat. Um, but yeah, notebooks. No, notebooks like a really good close encounters <laughs> third kind, mm-hmm. like a, a better. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like it's a, it's like it's alien abduction shit or signs. A better sign. A better signs would be nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah wouldn't that be nice if you have one of those? Um. <laughs> signs, signs was pretty scary. Uh, uh, I don't remember it being pretty scary. It, it was a slow burn, mm. and the acting in it was terrible. Yes, and that's what I remember about and it. The script was terrible. It was M Night Shyamalan directing. Yes, but there were some genuine like moments of like, oh, that's yeah, freaky. There's 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 moments in a lot of M Night stuff that's yeah. like. Uh, you really thought about that yeah and then the rest of the movie is just utter tosh yeah <laughs> yeah have you watched The Lady in the Water no no don't <laughs> that's all I'm saying it, I think it's his worst movie by far yeah like I quite liked The Village yeah when I saw it and there are bits of the happening that kind of like you can laugh at it like The Room yeah uh, Lady in the Water however it's just dull oh, it's, a it's, it's a director going up his own ass tell you what yeah the village yeah might be the closest to magical realism I, uh, the, the furthest from magical realism i'm willing to go without it not being magical good realism shout actually yeah lady in the water is a magical realism movie actually it's uh, all about sort of mermaids i mm. think or like a like a weird fantastical world that yeah. encroaches on this mm-hmm. uh, apartment building but the village yeah is that though, isn't it? It's yeah. it's you think that it's, it's twist magic. twist for the village. Yeah, um, it's, <laughs> it's 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 all set in a medieval type village. It's like uh, uh, seventeen, like yeah, like uh, a, set up, a pilgrim post, era. Sort yeah, post revolution era. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, pilgrim um, pro- uh, Protestant no, Purit- yeah, Puritan Puritan. Yeah. Uh, Puritan village mm-hmm. uh, where they can't go into the woods because there's a there's a monster out there. Yeah, there is. There's a red hooded monster Scary. who doesn't like red. Mm. Um, and they, they're hiding from red. And uh, one, I think one boy gets sick mm-hmm. or something. And they send blind Dallas Howard, or Bryce Dallas Howard, blind, blind Dallas Bryce Howard. Dallas yeah. Howard <laughs> um, out to the... Uh, I was about to say the real world and really spoil it there. Yeah. Um, oh shit! I just have. Uh, um, and yeah. She gets out. Yeah. Like, she out crosses of the, the threshold she, of the forest and without it, being killed. Without being killed, and then climbs over a wall. And there's like a park ranger driving by in like a jeep. Yeah. And it's and like, are you okay? It's a great twist. Yeah. It's it re- like the first time you like that's the problem with M Night Shyamalan movies. The, f- the first time, time you watch it, it you're like, oh, that's really really good. Ever. Next time you watch it, it's like, oh yeah, no, I'm a, I'm this, a, isn't, this isn't all adding up together. Yeah, like no. it's like Edgar Wright can do twists. Yeah, um, Ryan Johnson can do twists yeah. because the next time you watch it, you're like you're picking up on you're, stuff. You're like, oh wow, that's clever. Because there's there's it's clever twists. Yeah, whereas. Shyamalan, it's just one big twist uh, yeah. at the end yeah. of the movie which you're like oh right so right okay yeah. I, I guess that makes more sense <laughs> um, yeah but yeah I, I remember that being really really like, I think watching that back it's just boring yeah because you're like, oh, right. The village well, is incredibly boring. It's yeah. a whole boring movie. Yeah. Even the twist is a bit boring. Yeah. Because it's like, what could be out there? Oh, it's just the thing I, w- I came to the cinema to escape. Yeah. <laughs> the real world. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's quite fascinating that. And, yeah, I, I guess because there's no magic in it, because it's it's just the elders of the town. Yeah. That, uh... I think that they were just sick of the real world, so they decided <laughs> yeah. to be an Amish community. I guess that was it. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, hasn't hasn't really. I, nothing really sunk in yeah. uh, for that. Um, yeah, this, <laughs> listen, but that's not a family one. No. Um, what is the closest to the family, like ones? Because like 
I would say like Mitchells versus Machines has a vibe of that. Yeah. Like, but it's more of obviously more of a sci-fi thing. Yeah. You know, it's more of a kind of uh, machine apocalypse based on your tablet. Mm. But what I loved about it was that it was like it could have come out swinging mm. with like, oh, your kids are on the tablets and the tablets are the problem. <laughs> but like, and it felt like it was gonna do that for yeah. about 30 seconds until it was absolutely clear that yeah. dad not understanding was part of the was the biggest part of the problem yeah like um uh, and it was the fact that he didn't know how to interact with his kids mm. with the biggest part of the problem and then when he's completely immersed hint hint with magical realism um like in a technological world mm. he's forced to realize that she's been trying to communicate with him yeah. uh, or trying to make... <laughs> he goes on a journey, if you will. He, yeah. He, he, he has an arc. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they all have arcs yeah. to understand each other. And that's what I like about family magical realism stuff is is that, like, it... it you know, free, the Freaky Friday... Yeah. Home of fucking loan, basically, right? Like, it's not magical in the slightest, but, yeah. um, it, like... Home Alone, I would actually say, would probably tow that line. <laughs> it's just tow right? the line without the magic. Like that, it, it's got no magic yeah. in it. However, you do have to suspend. If you're a Kevin, you do kind of think. If right, imagine you delete all the family scenes from Home Alone. <laughs> Kevin's family disappear. Y- yeah. He thinks they've disappeared because he wishes that they would disappear. Oh my god! And then they do. <laughs> yeah. No, delete the family scenes from Home Alone, yeah. and you've got a magical realism <laughs> where his mum just turns up at the end yeah. because he wishes it. He does. He prays. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then you do the same with Home Alone too. <laughs> 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 and he's just he just ends up in New York. He ends up in New York, and then uh, the, I guess the the magic is that he learns to summon a swarm of pigeons. <laughs> oh, because we edit the woman out as well. Yeah, do we edit the woman out as well? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so he can just swarm yeah. pigeons. <laughs> summon pigeons. <laughs> yeah, mm. I, like Home Alone. I would probably say is that yeah it, it has it has a magical it, it's got a weird christmas magic it's amazing it. that like yeah. that, that I, I just oh god the, the listeners are definitely sick of me saying how good home alone is it's, it's a great movie <laughs> it's really really good um and yeah it's because there's a christmas magic to it like is it weird right what? right <laughs> so terminator yeah right terminator one and two yeah arguably some pretty good movies. Sure. The first one That's sets a standard. Yeah. Second one switches it up. Mm-hmm. Third one onwards. Yeah. Terrible trash. Yeah. Alien. Yeah. Great first movie. Second one, they switch it up. Yeah. Raise the stakes. Yeah. Every film after that, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got the same. It's true. I mean, like. Uh, sequels are a push yeah but if you you can invert uh, a, a couple of tropes and get away with it because it's a new a fresh look yeah and then the third time you're like three three's a pattern right yeah. so like you have to justify why oh no there's an alien on board again <laughs> like yeah. you know you, you have to and you have to raise the stakes more which becomes silly and almost always an action movie yeah um like uh <laughs> There's there's every reason why, like third movies when a trilogy wasn't planned, mm. are not good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like you know, it, it like there's there's, mo- there's plenty of reasons why sequels aren't even good. Oh yeah, but like the the thing is though, it's it's they keep making them. Yeah. Right. With all three of these franchises, yeah. they keep making these mo- these yeah. movies, and yet they get worse. They do as they go on. But uh, Dark Fate was alright. But like, it's, it's, it's. I wonder. Is the newest. Because I haven't seen Home Alone 3 in a long time. Yeah. Is the newest Home Alone worse than that, do you think? It was pretty bad. The the new Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah. Was. I. I reckon, right? Because I've not seen 4 and 5. Yeah. I reckon it's probably better than that. Sure. 
However, yeah, I reckon the kid in that, yeah, in those two movies, probably more likable than Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah, for sure. The, the kid in the kid in Home Sweet Home Alone is a freaking psychopath. Yeah. Well, we were watching it, weren't yeah. we? And we were just like, we, we who am I supposed to be rooting for? We, I, the, 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 the robbers have a sympathetic angle. angle. The child is a, a villain, a prick. He's like a he's like a Batman villain in training, <laughs> and not in a good way. Not in a good way. Um, that the, it all comes out of a misunderstanding that we're supposed to just absorb the dramatic irony for the, for, for two yeah. hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh... we're just soaking in dramatic irony. Yeah, and it's. And it, it and it's not the kind of thing that's beneficial for your complexion. No, no, you know? it's just sort of like what is, it makes you this? go wrinkly. Yeah, dramatic irony. If you spend too long with it, <laughs> you are you're gonna have a horrible residue on your skin. That's, that's what he that's what he drank from. Yeah. Uh, at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the yeah. the, the goblet of dramatic, dramatic irony. irony. Yeah, yeah, makes you makes you wither into a husk eventually. <laughs> Shakespeare I mean like Shakespeare got away with it but he's dead um, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> so he think about that. that cup yeah he drank deeply from the cup of dramatic irony <laughs> and look what happened to him yeah dead died. now ain't he <laughs> Shakespeare <laughs> there's one thing people say couldn't write his way from death could he yeah, one thing people say about Shakespeare is dead <laughs> You could argue that he's still alive because we're talking about him. But... <laughs> well, so is the guy from Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well not not the guy he's based off of who actually drank the wrong. Well, well, who's who's Indiana? Oh, sorry, who's in, who's in the documentary Indiana Jones and the in the reenactment? Who's of Indiana Shakespeare Jones based off? I mean, really. <laughs> is based on it's got to be based off of somewhere Every, yeah. everything's based off of something yeah, nowadays who, you, who are you based off <laughs> I'm based off of the last one you, you cloned oh, yeah, yeah sorry yeah, yeah uh, to go into that new bit of law <laughs> that new new bit of law that uh, <laughs> that permeates the universe <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah. that's that's taken an exciting turn the last few couple of weeks oh, yeah. oh mate great fun <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's get on with pitching some, some, some magical realism let's movies. Do it. Yeah. Let's do it. So, from my waste of talent, we've got Spider Crimes. Spider Crimes. Love it. Okay. All right. This is not a Spider Man movie. No. Far from Spider Crimes. But much, much, unlike, <laughs> unlike a lot of movies <laughs> recently, it's not a Spider Man movie. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true. Spider Crimes. Okay. Um, what what crimes do spiders do? I think yeah, I think this kind of probably. I mean, they're 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 silent. Yeah. They um they build things in secret. Yeah. Little trip wires that get you in the face. Uh, <laughs> little shit. <laughs> Being slightly taller than the rest of the household is uh, is fucked <laughs> because you just walk. You're walking down a passage next to your house, like, and then everyone else has been walking under this string of yeah. of, of web, but no. I have to. Well, I'm. My hair's just tall enough to s- swipe it. I was walking down the middle of the road once at night, and mm. I got hit by a spider's web. I was like, "How? How have you done this?" <laughs> they use it to fly. Yeah. They apparently spiders use their web to fly because when it leaves their their um <clears throat> is it abdomen? Yeah. Or uh, it brings. The mo- it's it's like it, it's it's charged. Yeah, it's like positively charged. Yeah, and um, in in like stormy weather, like clouds are mm. like negatively charged. It's something. It might be the other way around. Um, and it literally because they're, they're so small, yeah. it literally pulls them into the sky. Yeah, they can fly like Spider Man. Ex- exactly like yeah. Spider Man. And I think that um, firstly, that's going to happen prediction in the next 10 years a spider-man movie will have them looking at a spider yeah in a in a in a lab and saying they use it to zip themselves into the sky <laughs> and then peter parker having to learn that during a fight against electro oh like like fly, fighting fighting in flight yeah but they, they're out in the desert yeah. there's a fight against electro and he has to zip 
his way up into the sky to try and fly. They, they've already done this in Wonder Woman 1984. <clears throat> yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she can fly in that. They can. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but she just, just whips onto the clouds. <laughs> yeah, she does. I'm not making it up. No, you're not. It's, it fucking happens. Um, but point being yep. that I think a kid in this has to be shrunk down into a a tiny tiny size of a spider. Yeah. And um, has to help the spiders get away with a heist <laughs> on their own house. That's it. Yeah. That's... <laughs> he knows the layout. All <laughs> <laughs> these spiders meeting up. Well, his dad's... It might be a Honey, I Shrink the Kids situation, right? Yeah. Where, like, dad's shrink serum is in the... Uh, in the... In the... Oh. The, the safe. And the, so the spiders have to help him. I love the idea of... Um, him having this pet tarantula. Yeah. And this pet tarantula's favourite movie is Them, which is the movie about the giant ants. Of course, yeah. <laughs> or like like that kind of vibe. Like yeah. 50s B-movie, yeah, big yeah, insects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes absolutely, like, yes. Like we've just got footage of this tarantula watching these movies. Yeah, <laughs> just wiggling his little, yeah, little, little TV mad. bits. And yeah. then when, when his dad shrinks him down to, to spider size by accident. He can talk to spiders, of course. He can talk to spiders as well. Yeah. And uh, the guy's just like, we gotta, we gotta do that. I wanna, <laughs> I wanna, I wa you want me to be my friend? You wanna be my friend? You want me to not eat you? <laughs> you want me to not eat you? Because they're criminals, you know. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. The, he's a, yeah. the tarantula's a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing. He's sort of like, he thinks he can trust this spider, but he, Yeah. It's... I'll take you under my wing, no problem. Yeah. Let me introduce you to the rest of the bugs of the household. <laughs> it's Cocky Roach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Cocky Roach. Hey, listen to me, kid. I, yeah. I... I got all sorts of schemes. You remember that time you tried to microwave me? <laughs> I'm still going. <laughs> I crawled out the corner. <laughs> and you got um, you got a black widow. Yeah. You're just like come, come with me. And yeah. the trench is like, no, 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 no. And <laughs> I ain't falling I know, for it. You ain't falling for it, kid. I know this is a, a hormonally charged time of your life, kid. But you really don't want to go in that direction. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, of course, there's a grasshopper who plays the fiddle. Yep. And a ladybird who is kind of a mum. She's got a handbag. Yeah. And all the rest of the cast of James, James and the Giant, Giant Peach. Peach. Yeah. Yep. No. <laughs> and instead of uh, <laughs> instead of his dad being the shrink ray, it's, it's his two aunts. Yeah, yeah, it's his two aunts and Pete Postlethwaite. Pete Postlethwaite, yeah, there yeah. Too. <laughs> He's there too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and they have to steal from the like they, they yeah I think it's like is it is it gonna be Honey I Shrunk the Kids or is it gonna be like a Ocean's Eleven yeah should I mean the thing is should it be that the bugs get sized up instead yeah yeah I, I think I think that should happen at the end and it'll yeah. be like uh, the end of Labyrinth where all the it's like, you, should, you, should you need us? Yeah. <laughs> should you need us? We'll be right here. And he's like, oh my God, you you got blown up. Like, yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> like, and then, and then they say, unlike in Labyrinth, where yeah. it is just the imagination, we are very real. Yeah, yeah, we are here to stay. Yeah. Much like the end of James and the Giant Peach, actually. Yeah. Where well, all of the, the, the big bugs are still big. Big big bugs are still big. Yeah, they making... live they live in a, a peach stone at the top of the Empire State Building now. Yeah, that's... Or in... Oh, no, in Central Park. In Central Park, yes. yeah, that's it. I, I forgot about they that. They just freaking live there and everyone else has to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's New York's problem now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I think you can put this one in the latest scenes. I don't think we're getting any further. With no, this, no, 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 that's pitch. it. That's yeah. it. And we just stumbled across a magic realism movie. Yep. Uh, we forgot yeah, about. We forgot about. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that that kind of thing. You could put. You can join your own dots. You join your own dots. Uh, um, but remember, James and the Giant Peach is what we're saying about this one. Yeah, good movie from what I remember. Spider crimes. Oh, spider crimes. Remember James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> that's the tagline. <laughs> To be honest, right? Yeah. Quite a lot of taglines or like marketing promotion is just remember that. Remember that? Yeah, like, remember that. I remember that. Remember Toy Story? Remember Finding Nemo? Yeah. Well, soul. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, or is that new? Is that freaking advert for um, 
Oh god, what was it called? Is it found? Because it was from the makers of Lost. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it is called Found, but there is something that today. Yeah. I saw being advertised as from the makers of Lost, as if that's a thing. That's a selling point. <laughs> Do you want to be confused? And... <laughs> Do you want to be confused for five years? <laughs> And then well, there's a lot, never get any answers. There's a lot of series that do that now. There's a lot of series that sort of have have questions for, for every, that aren't really answered. Mm. Um, every every series now seems to seems to have a kind of oh oh what's going on? I get yeah, they, they do that, but usually every, they answer the question. Yeah, I say every series like, like Dexter yeah. answers all the questions. Yeah, I was gonna say like Loki, that kind of. Kind that will, like, I think, yeah. will answer the question eventually. Yeah, I mean, it did answer the question. It did, yeah, in many yeah, ways. yeah. But um, yeah, I I think the closest thing I've I've come to watching Lost is Raised by Wolves, because that that has so many like it's got a scene where like they think they're on this planet alone and there's actually humans there yeah. that are running around in hoods and I'm just like, oh yeah, no, I remember Lost being like this. <laughs> yeah, I I guess I guess it's like. There's 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 David Lynch mystery and then there's which is to say this will never be answered it doesn't matter <laughs> and then yeah. there's JJ uh, Abrams question box like JJ uh, Abrams mystery box mystery where yeah. it's absolutely dangling the answer in front of your brain yeah so that you start filling in blanks and then not answering the question yeah or like not not satisfactorily answering the question because the answer inside the box would have to be so complicated yeah that it's unworkable as a tv show so complicated or so um what's the word like that that's the thing of a mystery box is yeah. anything in the mystery box is left to your imagination so it's it's your imagination is going to be better than what's actually really in the mystery and box. And also, the problem with a if, mystery box. if it's got to answer too many questions, it yeah. has to be irritatingly vague. Yeah. Like, The Matrix, for instance. Mm. Like, um, when it answers the question, when he gets into the architect's yeah. white room, he's irritatingly vague because... I don't know. Like, watching them recently... Yeah. After, like, spending 20 years with computers and computer systems, <laughs> yeah. like, just, like, the way computers work being slowly bled into, like, popular mm, culture and, and so, yeah. consciousness, that architect scene actually kind of makes sense. Okay, bad example, though. Um, <laughs> it's but, really like, weird. Like, but, like, <laughs> point being yeah. is, like, if, for instance... The only way that this, the only answer to this question could possibly be it was God all along, Morgan Freeman was in there, then I'm going to be very angry, you know, like, because that's irritatingly vague. Yeah. Um, it's just like, ah, here I a am. A cop out. Yeah, it's a cop out. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's kind of they like. They were asleep all along, or yeah, they were dead all along. Exactly. The answer really, really, really has to be um, annoyingly generic yeah. um, to answer that many questions. Yeah. Or you need an intricate, tight, little machine of an answer that yeah. like everyone's actually hoping for but doesn't exist if you if you ask too many questions of it yeah yeah and that's the problem with a show like lost mm -hmm. is that you've got too many people who have so many different theories yeah yeah and and that's that's the like the, the problem with like going too many seasons without comfortable answers yeah only answers that raise more questions i, I think lost also came at a good point in culture as well because the internet was just yeah. like coming about there was just starting to be a a, a generic internet culture yeah where yeah. people could talk about theories and stuff like that and it's the same with game of thrones mm -hmm. like how game of thrones ended was directly yeah uh, Influenced by people online going, oh well, this is this this points to this, this points to this. Because Twin Peaks, yeah, nobody. Well, some people were talking about it on the internet, yeah, but mainly people were talking about it around the water cooler, yeah, right. Like that's that's the break point between yeah. Lost and between Lost and um, and, <laughs> and Twin Peaks. Yeah, the break point was that people were able are, are able. I'm not not saying they're the same. Mm. I'm just saying that like because because David Lynch never intended there to be an answer yeah to the murder who killed Laura Palmer yeah, right? yeah. Um, uh, like he was gonna take it 
as long as he wanted and just forget about the mystery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Carl McLaughlin uh, throwing rocks at a bottle. Yeah, um, yeah. to find out. To find out, yeah. he did it. Uh, but yeah, um, what like, a scene! <laughs> it was. I, I think. Yeah. Anyway, point how, do, being, how do we get onto Lost? <laughs> Because because it, I don't know, freaking doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's just move on. <laughs> Let's move on. So, from my waste of talent, we've got, we should replace my blood with magic eight ball juice. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's a really bold titling. Can you imagine <laughs> that on a poster? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I love my waste of talent giving, giving us just streams of consciousness yeah. uh, I, I and, think... and not and not wanting to work these streams of consciousness down into no. just like magic eight ball blood no or no, no. <laughs> he, he like does that. not want to they don't want to sanitize um yeah. uh, Miles does not want to sanitize this for a general audience he <laughs> doesn't want to water this down with magic eight ball but juice. I can yeah <laughs> and um can you imagine is the series of movies oh of course yeah and we should replace my. It's still a. It's still a mouthful. It feels like a. It's still bold. Yeah, it feels like a Twilight Zone yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, uh, like fact or fiction, sort of like you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like episodic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Um, uh, anthology series. Yeah. Well, Jonathan Frakes is directing. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know yeah. the shop and buy one of those magic eight balls. I wonder, uh, does this this <laughs> does this juice really have magic? <laughs> no, no, no. He's, like like Jonathan Frakes in uh, I was about to say Beyond Good and Evil, but Beyond <laughs> Beyond Belief, Fact yeah. of Fiction. It starts with him in a vague set yeah. room, yeah. which is weirdly lit. It's it's it's, just... it's a converted it's the converted basement of the Crypt Keeper. Yes. <laughs> It's like where the crypt keeper used to live. Yeah. Um. From what was it? Uh. What was it called? Tales. Tales of the crypt. Tales from the crypt. Yeah. Um. Uh. The crypt keeper. Like he passed. Sadly passed away. Yeah. And Jonathan Frakes moved into the house and converted the basement into fact into beyond belief fact or fiction. It, it starts with Jonathan Frakes asking the audience. You ever had a blood infusion? He's got a. He's got a. Uh, he's playing billiards. Yeah, he's playing uh, pool. You know, he's playing pool and and pots the eight ball. And he, and he yeah, he goes, the eight. <laughs> you ever had a blood infusion? Walks yeah. over. Have you ever been to the hospital and had to change your blood? <laughs> Walks over and wonder who it came from. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls the eight ball out of the <laughs> the, the um <laughs> of the pocket, <laughs> shakes it, and looks, and it just says yes. <laughs> Yes, I have wondered that. <laughs> I mean, the questions he asks in that series are ridiculous yeah, sometimes. But this but is... That... <laughs> you ever been in the hospital and had to have your blood transfused and you were wondering up... where it came from? <laughs> you were woken up in a, in a hotel bathroom... Covered in ice, and your kid, one of your kidneys is gone. This is ever happened to you. <laughs> he just shakes the eight ball, and it says yes. Yeah. The eight ball's wondering. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> our next tale. So, yeah, it goes on to our next tale, yeah. which is starring just TV actors. Yeah. Vague TV, vague actors, TV actors who, who you've only seen do the rounds of uh, yeah of soaps other, and, yeah, yeah episodic... portraying a cadaver in in casualty yeah, yeah and uh, and like oh they were the villain in TJ Hooker this week yeah. and stuff um, uh-huh. or or that they were they were the demon in in Buffy the Vampire Slayer this mm-hmm. week um funnily enough one of the producers on Angel is also the producers of Beyond Belief wow skip schoolnick his Skip name. Skolnick is a yeah, good yeah. name. It's a great name. That's the only thing that brought me back into this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you mentioned Angel, I was out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was off with the fairies. Yeah. It's like when someone tells me about football scores. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah. I'm going to have a tea. <laughs> Skip Skolnick? Yeah, yeah, it's a great name, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, yeah, just vague TV actors, yeah, yeah. vague, sort of morally attractive. <laughs> And and I think what happens is you know one of them uh, gets into an accident, yeah, um, uh, falls off a ladder, 
mm. has to have a blood transfusion. Yeah. But they can't find any blood. So <laughs> the doctors, doctors in a in a horrible in a horrible thing of malpractice goes, Well it's plasma in this eight ball. <gasps> yeah. He'll never know. It's it's like it, yeah, it's, it, No, it's just like we we, we we've run out of blood. Yeah, we've, we've run out we've of run blood. out of blood, and it, it a lot of people don't know. It's a very good doctor. Yeah, yeah. What a lot of people don't know is they have to use plasma for the eight, eight balls because yeah. otherwise, because it makes it uh, float right. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, uh, and so he cracks it open, yeah. puts it into a bag, squeezes it into his body. Yeah, yeah. And um, from I, then on, whenever love... anyone asks him a question, uh-huh. and he, that he's like seems doubtful. <laughs> Yeah, or uh, I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> I, I love the idea of this guy waking up in a hospital and in the bed next to him is just his eight ball. <laughs> it, it rolls around his two little eyes in yeah, the eight. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's got, it's got a, like a, that, that weird pyramid D4 yeah. thing it's got in it, you know? Like yeah. the thing that floats to the top to give you your answer. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like rolling limply, uh, like limply around because it's got nothing to float in. Yeah. And it's just like, just says no. <laughs> yeah. Or no. why. Yeah. <laughs> it just says why or you're welcome. <laughs> why? <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. It's a smart, it's a smart eight ball. <laughs> and I, I, I think, <laughs> I think while this, this guy um, works for a, uh, the horoscope people mm. at the newspaper. Okay, yeah. He's yeah. writing horoscopes for people mm. and, he, and they're all coming true. They're, they're very, very specific horoscopes. And, and, and the, the worst part is like he's telling them and p- things are going worse for people because they know. Yeah. Right. And when it comes to it, we first we frame that he's got a very rare blood type, mm. right? This that's important for one reason. Blood type eight B. <laughs> yeah, blood type eight B. Yeah, which they use for they used also that that kind for eight balls. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's um, why they're running out. Yeah, because <laughs> they use it all for eight balls. Um, Imagine going into having your blood taken, like, <laughs> like and then they go, "Oh, right, well." You, you've like your your blood type is very rare. What we mainly use this with is with you know you remember those magic eight balls. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. Well, we well, mixed it with weird blue black ink. And yeah, we, uh, and we and we we put it in. We put in. it in them. Like, well, I kind of want want to know that. <laughs> like, I I think I think in this case, ignorance is bliss. Where did you find applies. it? All? And it's just like, no, 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 it's all ethical. The guy who owned the factory just every day gave blood. <laughs> yeah. Gave his, he, he gave his as well. platelets. Yeah. Uh, gave his plasma to, uh, to, 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 he, he was the factory, really. <laughs> uh, when he died, they had to stop making them. You don't see him anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, 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 just to keep the Magic 8 Ball industry alive, yeah. uh, we kind of just have to go under the under the radar yeah. for it. every time we find one of you lot yeah what do you mean you lot? One, 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 someone with your blood type listen the health benefits are good yeah he's like i can't afford to pay for this surgery they're like listen <laughs> the health benefits for who <laughs> for this job for, for yeah for some like for anyone who would like to be hooked up to this factory well no no no, 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 no. it's like the health like because again that you just gone to give blood yeah and uh the it's like the health benefits for who? Well, do you want to turn to the families of people who work at Magic Eight Ball factories and go, "You're out of the job now." <laughs> so, I think there's there's one scene I have to get to here. Yeah, <laughs> which Please. is he's doing these horoscopes. Yeah, he realizes that his his predictions are correct and making people like Encanto style, yeah. making people more upset and sad. Yeah, right. They're making people's lives worse. Mm. His knowledge is making people's lives worse and he can't help it because he already knows what's going to happen and every time he tries to help, it gets worse or it makes it happen. Yeah. Such is the curse of prophecy. Yeah. He, his love interest gets into an accident. Oh no. And we end the movie. Or, or Or the episode of... Of the episode of Beyond Belief. Imagine that. Him, imagine that, yeah. shaking 
the limp, empty eight ball, trying to ask it whether or not he should give her a, tr- a blood transfusion because he finds out that she has the oh. same type of blood. <laughs> whether or not he should give her the same prophetic blood transfusion. <laughs> Please be going where I want to go with this. <laughs> I don't think we get an answer. I think we do. Okay. And I think it is don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Seems doubtful. Seems doubtful. Go back to the blood bank. <laughs> and it's it's the eight balls that are controlling <laughs> Like like her blood's like she's on the donor list. Yeah. So her blood's been taken. <laughs> And we follow, like, the bags of blood as they're carted cart into this sort of end of Raiders of the Lost Ark-style yeah. factory or, or, or warehouse. And he sees there's, this. There's loads of eight balls on shelves. <laughs> and he, he sees this, yeah. and he runs away. He runs away. Yeah. Because he, he's seeing all these blood bags and all these eight balls <laughs> and all these people and uh, who are, like, limp, you know, lank and limped over. <laughs> and like on meat hooks sort yeah, of thing right yeah. they're on like a factory line being drained and he runs he runs at the top as fast as he can yeah cut back to, to um, Jonathan Frakes yeah do you believe that he's what he saw that day <laughs> it's, it's a thing of did we make this up <laughs> can you imagine that can you imagine that <laughs> it's, done, it's not even is this true oh yeah it's yeah. can you imagine if that happened I sure can yeah. I made this movie <laughs> I'm the director I, I I love the idea of of the guy walking down the warehouse at the end and all the eight balls sort of rolling yeah turning to, to see him yeah. yeah and throughout the movie there's a there's an eight ball that rolls after him down yeah. this sort of small American town yeah so yeah, <laughs> that's that is. I really like that. What's that called, Tom? Uh, that was called. We should replace my blood with magic eight ball juice. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And that's what Jonathan Frake says. Can yeah. you imagine? I can. I made this movie. <laughs> he gets very meta at the end. <laughs> And then and then he gets hit on the back of the head, and, and the camera pulls down, and there's just this. This is a treehouse of horror. Yeah. <laughs> leaving it on a leaving it on a moment like that is pure treehouse of horror. Yeah, and there's a magic eight ball on the floor that rolls away. <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Life's of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Right. Bye. Bye.